The United States Constitution was written to set up guidelines for the government. The powers that the Constitution gives the government are supposed to be narrow and limited. Another purpose of the Constitution is to name and protect the rights of the people. Many Americans think that their rights come from the Constitution, but that is not correct. The Constitution does not give us our rights. Instead, it lists our rights, gives us a guarantee that we can use them, and requires the government to protect them. After the Constitution was written, a Bill of Rights was added on. The purpose of the Bill of Rights was to make a list of rights that the government cannot take away and that people cannot vote to take away. The Bill of Rights has ten amendments that list many of our rights the government is in charge of protecting. Imagine if you were going to give a speech, but first you had to get an agent to review it to be sure that the government approved of what you were going to say. Or if you wanted to publish your own newsletter, but there were laws listing which you could print and which you could not print. Or if you wanted to have a meeting in front of City Hall with a group of people to protest a new city tax, but there was a law that didn't allow people to speak against their government. Or if someone you knew was not treated fairly by the government, but you were afraid to speak up in their defense for fear of being arrested. The First Amendment in the Bill of Rights protects you from being punished for doing any of these things. There are a total of five rights that the First Amendment protects. They are the freedom of speech, the freedom of the press, the freedom of religion, the freedom to petition the government, and the freedom of assembly. Some of those words might be new to you, but don't worry, I'll explain each one of them. The freedom of speech guarantees that you can say what you like without the government being able to interfere or restrict what you say. The government cannot stop you from saying what you want just because they don't like it even if you are saying things that criticize the government. The Founding Fathers knew that it is important for free people to be able to share their ideas and to be able to speak out against the actions of their government without the fear of being punished for what they say. The freedom of the press protects the right of people to publish newspapers, flyers, newsletters, and magazines without government interference. It is important for news reporters to be able to find stories about the government doing something wrong and then be able to publish them so that we can all learn about it. This freedom is an important tool for people to be able to check on what their government is doing. It also protects each citizen's right to be a kind of reporter themselves by publishing their own online blog or having their own YouTube channel where they might talk about local news like in their own city. The freedom of religion forbids the government from telling people what religion to follow and protects each person's right to follow or not to follow any religion they choose without the government interfering. The freedom to petition the government means that people can go to their representatives and speak in favor or against government actions that affect them or that they feel strongly about. It protects our right to be involved in the government's decisions. Once people elect someone to represent them, that person does not get to just do what he wants. He has to continue to listen to the people he represents to know how they want him to vote. We can petition the government by calling, emailing, or even visiting government agents in their offices. People are supposed to be able to have full access to the people who are making decisions that will be affecting their lives. Of course, People can also gather signatures on an actual petition. 
A petition is a paper that lists what the people are asking the government to do with all the people who support the idea signing the paper. This is a popular yet mostly ineffective way of sharing concerns with the government. The Freedom of Assembly says that people have the right to gather in public to march, protest, demonstrate, carry signs, and express their views in a nonviolent way. It also means people can join groups and organizations without government interference. It guarantees our right to form political parties or to form other groups that exist to speak together as one loud voice in opposing or supporting government actions. Unfortunately, the government is always looking for ways to violate and limit these five rights. Abraham Lincoln, who so many Americans passionately adore, had thousands of people who spoke against him and his war with the southern states thrown in jail. Government-run schools place limits on what messages students can share on t-shirts, posters, and on their Facebook and Twitter accounts. Many students have gotten in trouble at school for using their Facebook to exercise their right of free speech and criticize bad teachers. Government-run schools often place limits on what kinds of clubs they allow on campus, restricting students' rights of assembly, and sometimes restricting religious clubs and meetings in violating students' freedom of religion. Schools restrict what can be said at student-led speeches like at graduations and other events. Often, schools and colleges tell students what they can or cannot write about in their school newspapers. When government restricts what students can write about, it is called censorship, and it is a violation of the freedom of the press. Government is always working to restrict our First Amendment rights. We must have brave people who are willing to ignore the government and exercise their rights even when they are told they cannot if we expect to be able to keep our rights. If we obey the government's unjust and immoral actions against us, we will someday soon find it too dangerous to stand up for our rights anymore.